Welcome to Lead with Clarity, where we help you focus on what matters most. I'm your host, Scott Sutherland, and I'm here again with my lovely wife, Shondell, and we're here again with Melanie Montgomery. Thank you, Melanie, for being here. Shondell, what's one word that would describe how you're feeling right I'm now? I'm pretty excited about our new model. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's great. Melanie? I was going to say excited, too. <laughs> All right. We can both do it. Okay. What's your word? That's fine. Uh, I'm, I'm thrilled. Great. I'm thrilled to be here. I'm thrilled to be a part of this and to listen to you two experts talk about how to really help our listeners. Let's get back into content here. We're talking about steady, recession-proofing your business. Steady is what? Steady is the model that we really believe from our experience and from our practices here at Shondell Group that is going to help every business be able to recession-proof their business. And S is simplify everything, which we're going to talk about today. T is all about the people. Train, teach, and invest in your talent. E is elevate structure. A is attitude is everything. D, double down on culture. And Y is your leadership first. Talking about you got to lead it yourself first. And so today, I'm super excited to jump into simplify everything. And so, Melanie, what does that mean to us as we're thinking stay steady and thrive in this recession uh, environment? You know, as we talk about simplify everything, it's kind of a complicated topic. Mm -hmm. That's great. (laughs) And so how do we really make things simple for ourselves, for our team? What's getting in the way of our challenges or what's getting in our way of us being successful? Um, And that can mean so many different things. In my previous roles, I really saw that we had processes and procedures in place that really created barriers Mm. for our team to do anything. And so that's one really important way to simplify. Do we have the right people in the right places to make the decisions to do these different things that they have the tools to really move forward? Or are we really operating in a more bureaucratic way? Yeah, it's a good time to kind of look at what doesn't serve us anymore. What Mm -hmm. have we outgrown? Mm -hmm. And I use the analogy of pruning during this time. Like, this is the time to get those shears out and do some self-pruning. And I always say, um, if you do not prune your business, it will be pruned for you. And so we want to be proactive in our pruning. And if you, all you gardeners out there... You know that pruning is you take off dead heads, you take out the um, the suckers, is that what they're called, babe? Yes. Yeah. And you take out the different things that are dead and so that to create place for new life. And this is the hard part. This always hurts my feelings. When I have those beautiful roses or those beautiful hydrangeas and they just get down to a little stick. And yet they do that so that we can grow them. And so that's sometimes the painful part of simplifying, but it is absolutely necessary. And uh, I just, I like helping my clients do it. It's painful, but I hold their hand and say, nope, this is the right thing because it's connected to your values. Mm -hmm. And I love what you said earlier. I think maybe it was on the last podcast about simplify and prune your own self. Mm -hmm. Because there are so many times where we are going and going and going and we haven't stopped to say, are my habits what they should be? Yes. Am I leading in the best way? Is there anything about what I'm doing or how I'm being that really needs to be pruned? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that too, because as we go into this recession, like let's all learn a lesson from our COVID-19 pounds. 
Like, let's <laughs> learn that in, as we go into this one, that we are going to simplify our life and have really good habits of starting with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, I got my 19. I'm just telling you. It's hard to come off. So and during this time where we get to just be totally focused on what matters most, and um, that is going to bring that clarity that we're looking for. And um, so talk about values. Because we've been talking a lot about in Shondell Group about helping, what we, which we always do, but really talking about it in, for this season of helping our clients about values. Yeah, so when we talk about simplifying everything, we have to have that root that everything really goes back to. Mm-hmm. And those are our values. And so as a company, I just have a question for you to think about. Does your whole team know your values? Mm-hmm. Can they list them? Um, and if the answer is no, you are definitely not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of companies out there that have value statements, but nobody knows them because they're not simple. They're not easy and they're not reinforced. Right. So the first thing is really looking at what are our values? Because our values are more than just words. They're really what we lean on in our toughest times. And so they're our compass, what we go back to. And so if we really know our core values and what those are, we can really draw a line back to those every single time with everything that we're doing. And we as individuals should also think through what are our own values. Because then we can draw a line back to those when we are in a difficult situation. And really understanding and defining those, what are they? What's important to us? And how do we all really know that and own that and live that? Yeah, and, and I think as um, layoffs may be just painfully necessary, and we hope that our clients have done the work that they don't have to lay off because they've already made those prunes based on culture and values. Um, but as they inevitably come, uh, we need to be focused on, hey, we have these core values and we not only hired for them but now we are going to lay off according to them and when people are really good value fit and we want them to um, thrive in life and we just don't have space which is just heartbreaking for every owner let me just tell you um, we're creating right now a talent transformation program where um, companies can have us come and really invest in that person as they lay them off and so we really believe in that as well. Like when you have to do that, let's treat them really well and get them transitioned super, super sweetly and, and well. Um, and what comes to me as you were talking about the values piece for the simple, the simple is that we got to have simple values. Mm-hmm. Like not only do they need to be powerful, but less is more so much. So when companies have more than six values, I'm like stop, you know, five is your limit. Mm-hmm. Aim for three. And just live and die by them, you know. And so I'm hoping that in this next season, our clients are definitely going to be focused in on here's our core values and this is what we do and we do it all day, every day. Yeah, absolutely. And when we can really dig into those, then everything else just feels easier. Yes. Decisions feel easier because we can say, you know what, this is my value and I'm going to hold on to it and I'm going to make the decision, even if it's hard to lean into that value. Yeah, and I would even speak to um, folks that are talent, that are being pruned, for example, and I just think like, hey, go find a place where the organization is a perfect fit, right? Mm -hmm. Because 
in this time period, we're going to be coaching our leaders. Do not tolerate any cultural misfits. And this was sickening for me. And luckily it wasn't our clients, but it was a lot of my friends that run companies. They would just hire anybody. Like we just need a warm body, you know? And I'm like, Ooh, that's going to come back to bite you. And it has, but there was a, such a shortage of workers. We were desperate. And so I believe that this is a time to write that ship. And that we, if we could aim to only having cultural fits and not tolerating cultural misfits, if we could stand on that, hopefully we won't be back here. Mm-hmm. And there's one other thing that I really want to dig into before we get too much further, because we have this amazing tool um, that's an organizational health diagnostic. Yeah. What that really does is help simplify what is the current health status of your business. Mm -hmm. When you're looking at um, how healthy you are in terms of your people, your processes, and your performance, are you thriving? And where are those opportunities? And um, I was just recently introduced to that, and I watched Alan, one of our other um, coworkers, do that organizational health diagnostic with a team. And it was so simple. But it was so powerful. They really looked at what is working well and where are our stuck points. And from that, they came up with a few things that they really needed to target. That they could, if they focused on these three things, then they would accomplish so many more of those goals that they had. And so having a tool like the organizational health diagnostic is so helpful because it gives you the process to simplify everything. Mm -hmm. That's so good. Yeah, it's almost like if you knew you were going to um, be having to row, let's say, with a group of people across a very stormy lake, you know, like, well, we know we're going to, it's like you would be eating good, you would be, Mm -hmm. you know, doing all of these things, and you'd want to know that everybody else was too. Mm -hmm. And I love that, um, the vision of the health organization, sorry, organizational health diagnostic, because it reminds me that I need to go get my uh, annual physical exam with my (laughs) physician, and that's what they're going to tell me. They're going to say, these are the things you're doing awesome. Keep at it. They're going to say, ooh, Shondell, we need to watch these things. And then they're going to give me some strategies of how to reach my goals, which is to be in optimal health. And so if we, I mean, that's exactly, exactly what this OHD does. It helps us get, what are we doing good? What do we need to focus on? And I just wish that every leader would do this with their organization so that they are going to be so confident as we start looking a little, scary about the recession coming on and I think one other really powerful component of that tool is really showing how one thing really affects so many others Mm -hmm. so when we're looking at our business and we say oh man our customer service is really struggling okay well what's the root cause because we're really looking at a symptom we're not looking at the cause and so as we kind of move those pieces back we see well Maybe our customer service is struggling because our team's not happy. Yeah. And so if we bring in customer service training and we do all these different things that are focused just on that one piece, we're not going to solve the problem because we're not actually putting our effort towards the thing that's causing the problem. Yeah, yeah that's, so, that's so good. And what the real thing that we're hoping that people will come out of this is with clarity. Like, that's what we're saying. When, you, when we say simplify everything... It's synonymous to us with clarity, that we have clarity about where we're, who we are, first of all. Actually, first of all, why we exist, 
who we are and where we're going. And I believe when that happens, then this becomes a powerful um, time that we can really simplify everything. So Melanie, let's get into some of the specific things we think that if, if people could kind of keep their eye on, what are some of the things that they should be doing? And again, we, we really think they should take the organization help diagnostic, <laughs> but what should they really be thinking about? I think that as we're looking at them, we really need to focus on those three categories, mm -hmm. which is people, processes, and performance. And so as we're looking at that, we really want to see how are we performing in those three segments. And so we really want to keep an eye on our team. How are they feeling? Are they excited? Are they feeling optimistic? Are they frustrated? Are, are they, they overworked? Are they overwhelmed? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. When we look at those people and we say, how are you feeling? What's going on with you? And really understand what is going on with them. That's so important because that simple thing of caring for our people is going to have an enormous mm -hmm. impact on everything mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. And that we, and then we kind of realize, and when we get into those conversations, we're like, yeah, that we probably need to reduce some of our overhead. Mm -hmm. And so we always hate reducing people, but if they're cultural misfits, we got to get rid of them. And then we can focus on the next one and those pr priorities. And how do we get those pieces up in action and simplify them? Yeah, absolutely. And as we're looking at all of the different costs that we have, are they really necessary? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we realize that we're paying some obnoxious costs for something that we don't even use as much as what we're paying for it. Is there an easier way? Is there another solution that we can do? And so as we're looking at our overhead and our different costs, where can we kind of cut back and what can we make simple? Yeah, and that's so true. Like, we, we had all of these different, like even I think about all the subscriptions that people have, mm -hmm. Netflix and they have Amazon Prime and they have Hulu and they have all these things. And like, I don't even think they know half of the subscriptions they have. This would, that would be an example that I don't need, oh, I forgot I had a gym membership. I forgot I was a member of a tanning. I forgot I had a massage there, you know, all of these mm -hmm. subscriptions and memberships we don't even know mm -hmm. that's what we're kind of talking about like in organizations we do that like why do how many audible accounts do we actually have you know are they all necessary <laughs> like asking those kind of questions um and, and again rooted in our values and rooted in how do we invest in our team really start paying off yeah absolutely and really figuring out are some of those aimed at doing the same thing in a different way yeah, yeah. so kind of back to your your example of all of these different charges that we have Maybe we don't pay attention because they're on automatic. Um, mm -hmm. I'm definitely one of those. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it can be a struggle. But what if we do five different things a month to really help ourselves feel good? Maybe yeah. that's a massage. Maybe we have a gym membership. All these different things. Are all of those necessary and do we use them? Right. Or can we really double down on one of them and say, you know what? This one thing is making a huge difference. And maybe I can test cutting back a few things and seeing how it impacts. Yeah, because if we do all that, this is our next point. we got to reduce debt. Because if we are under the burden of debt, like, we do not have choices. And so as much as we can personally, I'm talking to all my personal listeners out there, to reduce your debt, uh, if we can get out from underneath that, that is going to give us a lot of runway to be creative and to pursue opportunities. And we're going to talk about pursuing opportunities um, in one of our next up upcoming episodes. But for right here, when we're simplifying everything, we're setting the stage to be able to do that.
Yeah, and we're definitely looking at what's important, what do we need, and, and what's unnecessary. And that's just, we have to take a hard look at everything we're doing and who we are and really making sure that, that we are on the right path and we are doing the right things. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that we also talked about was really looking at um, how are we marketing? Are mm -hmm. we really just broadly saying we're going to put our name out there to everyone who will listen? Mm -hmm. Or are we saying this is our, our ideal customer? Yeah. This is our ideal client. And we're going to really focus our attention on this yeah. um, to really help us get more selective about where we're spending that money, that effort. Yeah. And that's also building on that. Like we talked about automating or putting systems in this we'll go deeper into this when we talk about elevating the structures but here it simplifies like what can we do to cancel out other things we don't have to do right implementing systems for really streamlining and how do we how do we embrace automation i know when i came into your company scott um we were using quickbooks on the desktop um and when we went to online that changed everything because everything came through. And like, how many hours a week did that save you? Well, it, yeah, probably about three. Yeah. And you add those up and then we found other pieces to eliminate. Like the mm -hmm. more you can do that, I know that your business went um, paperless. Right. In an effort just to, and that might be a perfect time. Like it was so much work. Wasn't it tons of work for you guys to go paperless? Yeah. And we did it a, a few years before we were actually mandated to do so. Right. And, but we wanted to make sure that we were ahead of the curve because we knew there would be obstacles. There would be challenges. Things don't always go smoothly, especially when you're dealing with technology. And uh, we were way ahead right. because we started early. And I, I think whether or not we truly are going into a recession doesn't really matter because all these things are important and uh, the better and more efficient that we can be in our businesses, the better we're going to be. Absolutely. I could not agree more. So what else do we want to really give to our listeners so that they can start thinking about this simplifying everything? Well, I think Scott brought up a word that we haven't really focused on, but so important is efficiency yes. and effectiveness. Mm -hmm. We can't be efficient unless we're simple enough to know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Because when we have all sorts of different things, yep. then we can't focus on, on what we're doing well. That's right. And right. so we have to really simplify in order to be effective and efficient. Yeah, that's so good. I love it. We could go on and on about this subject, right? Yes, we could. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to land this plane. So I'm just going to um, bring a couple points that I want everyone to walk away with. If I missed any of you guys, jump in. But we would say the first thing you want to do is, if you can, uh, run a organizational health diagnostic with one of our Shondell Group coaches um, because that's going to just make everything else easier and I think the second thing we really want to understand is that pruning is a gift, you know, so do it before it's done to you because that is the key because we what we really want for, for you is that you have such clarity and that will bring such confidence. And if we can go into something like this with confidence and all of your team is behind you, knowing that you have a plan, you can weather the storm together, they are going to follow you. And that's what you want is you want talent that is on board and that's going to happen. And this is, I think our biggest point is if your values are simple mm -hmm. and clear and you follow them. 
And so those are some places that people can start right away. Yeah, absolutely. And Our, those tools are so powerful. Yes, I'm so grateful. So if you missed last time, uh, you can uh, always check out our website, shondellgroup.com slash podcast to find out our last session or other um, podcasts that we've had. And if you want to learn more or ask questions, please email podcast at shondellgroup.com. And be sure to subscribe to our newsletter and all of the different free things that we have because we just love equipping uh, leaders and getting them to their next level. So as always, be the best you can be today.